0: Visit roberthalf.com today.
1: What's good, everybody? Welcome in to the Early Edge, your daily sports betting brand of record. I, of course, am the coach. We are powered, as always, by the almighty sports line. And we told you yesterday that COVID was running rampant and that you needed to watch shows that know. There is our recap from yesterday. We tell you all the time. We're going to have good days. We're going to have bad days. Let's capitalize on the good days. And I would say that only one miss for the entire show, including the AB3 cashing. I would say that's a pretty good day. But we grind. And as the Meister always says, on to the next. Let's bring in the stars of the show. And we're going four wide today because as Brandon in the chat says, six days full of football. Let's go make some money. So live from Nashville, Tennessee, the penthouse level. M squared. Good morning.
0: Good morning, Coach. Yeah, live from Nashville, Tennessee, right here where the Music City Bowl is going to be played. Uh, I will not be there. I will be able to hear it from my place, but I will not be there. going to be a great day, though. Let's do it.
1: It's kind of nice because up on the penthouse level, you've got the windows are open, unlike down A4s below where <laughs> they're all sealed. Now, college football has been crazy this week, but if you watch this show, you've been cashing. Maryland, how easy, Tommy, for Nelly was that yesterday? That was so easy
2: that the at the end of the game, I was just kind of mad that books didn't offer even bigger alt lines because I was able to get like I, I took the play we had on the show yesterday. But I also put a little bit on Maryland minus 13 and a half. And that cashed with ease as well with
1: ease uh, To be honest with you, Maryland minus 33 and a half would have cashed very, very nicely. Jay Smooth. Good morning, sir.
3: Good morning, coach. Excited to be here as always. You know, got a little unlucky with Seton Hall and some COVID inactives yesterday, but we're going to talk about how to bet college basketball in these crazy times
1: today. All right. Crazy, crazy times. Maestro. Good morning.
4: Good morning, guys. Uh, You know, we gave out a couple of plays from a friend of ours in Vegas, Walter Hand, who goes by Made in Focus a while ago. I think they both hit that night, if you remember. And uh, he's got a horse racing tip for today from Aqueduct that he's going to drop in the chat uh, that he's pretty high on. So just something else to follow while you watch this show. Hey,
1: this community is a great, great thing. We don't care where the tickets come from. We just care that we take them. To that very important pay window. All right, let's get into storylines that could affect the betting lines. And by the way, do not forget, if you are not a subscriber to our YouTube channel, you're watching us right now, do it. It's for free. Turn on those notifications because if you did that, you would know that our NFL Week 17 mega preview in your feed. The boys yesterday did the college football bowl preview in your feed live right now. So let's get into our storylines, and let's start Let's start with a little uh, – Let's go college basketball to start today. Jay Smooth, you said you wanted to educate people on how to bet when COVID is ravishing the entire sport of college basketball. Talk to me.
3: Yeah, coach. I mean, you know, if you're following along, you know, it's pretty bad. We're getting inactives 15, 10 minutes before teams take the floor. And how you're going to deal with that isn't going to be easy. You know, we're here sitting at 10 a.m. trying to make picks for 6 p.m., 7 p.m. tips. So it's going to be a little tough to know if the team you're taking right now is going to be the one that actually takes the floor. So what I recommend is waiting, watching the lines. The picks that I'm going to give out this morning are really just lines I'm really paying attention to, because when I model my picks, I'm looking at expected rosters the way that they're supposed to be. So when three or four players get ruled out an hour before the game, things are going to change. So I wouldn't be too hasty. I'd give it time today. You can actually sometimes beat the books. When someone gets ruled out, they can be a little slow because this isn't professional. This isn't the same thing as what happens when a NFL team is missing players or an NBA team is missing players. There's not perfect reporting here you're not going to get every bit of information instantly so you can actually get a bit of an advantage by waiting to hear some of that news so take my picks today as leans when i really like them they'll hit the sports line site officially but again tread cautiously maybe pull back your units a little bit right now things should even out maybe in two or three weeks
1: all right very good great advice there now let's get back to the nfl because right now in the nfl you either have a quarterback or you don't maestro what do
4: you got Well, serious updates uh, on several uh, situations. You know, I thought Goff was in yesterday when I was talking about the Lions plus seven. He didn't practice yesterday, but yet we're still seeing some six and a half. So there's still some optimism that he's going to play, but I think it's completely up in the air. His knee injury still hasn't healed enough while he was out on COVID for him to practice. Boyle did play better, but that we're seeing six and a half and seven for Seattle. And that one, Lamar Jackson did practice, but he was spotted limping around did not look like himself. We're seeing three and a half. And some books have gone to four with the Rams against that depleted Ravens secondary. Should be a field day for Matthew Stafford. And the other one I want to talk about is the, Char- is the Broncos thought we were getting Bridgewater back. No, it's going to be Drew Locke again. Drew Locke is patting himself on the back for no turnovers. It's only the fourth time in 25 starts that he hasn't <laughs> had a turnover. But they only got inside the Raiders 30-yard line once. And Vic Fangio said he had nothing good to say about that offense
1: <laughs> neither do we because i had to watch most of that game unfortunately. and then can i
4: just say because i was on the broncos when he does make a play a perfect 30 yard strike to the tight end down 17 13 with a chance to cover <laughs> goes right off his hands
1: but we're not still worried I'm about not that play. About no it, even no
4: though, no even though it also cost me my chance to cash in the circus so i'm, I'm not still oh. upset about that
1: oh oh that's going to take about eight months to get over yeah. I have a feeling until the next football season starts. But we'll get you through it, Maestro. Don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about it. By the way, if you listen on Spotify, you now have the opportunity to leave us a rating. We'd appreciate that. Five-star rating. Also on Apple Podcasts as we continue to grow the show. And it is growing in leaps and bounds. Let's get into our show today and our picks. We just showed you the recap. We absolutely killed it yesterday. And by the way, Alabama... Yes, she wasn't on the show, but the reason she's not on the show is these hockey uh, games and inactives and people playing just like every other sport. You can't pick until very, very late. You have to follow her on social media. She went three and zero last night. Three and zero on the ice. Official picks for Sportsline. All right, one play from Sportsline today. We're gonna go Tennessee in the first half minus the four. Why? They're a great starting team. They score a lot of points in the first half, to the tune that this year they averaged 24 points a game in the first half. So let's see, Tennessee, minus four, official pick from the site. All right, now let's bring in my cappers once again. And when there's only two days left in a year, I've got to raise the level of my energy. So M-squared, the year's almost over. It's been beautiful, but we still have two more days to get through. You know the drill, Stop! Ah, it's rainy this morning, but I still feel good.
0: Give it to me. All right, we're going to stay in that same Music City Bowl here with Tennessee. I'm taking them on a first half full-time or halftime full-time bet. What that means is they need to be winning the game at the end of halftime. They need to be winning the game at the end of the game. No point spreads involved. They just need to be winning on the money line. This is minus 110 at DraftKings. You can find it at minus 120 on BetMGM. You'll have to search for it on some of your sportsbooks, but it is there. I like them here. Like you mentioned, they start hot. I expect them to be winning at the end of the first half. I do like that play of minus four in the first half. But this offense is just explosive. I don't think Purdue is ready to deal with the tempo of this offense Uh, Tennessee plays one of the fastest paces in the country. They run close to three plays per minute, which is just brutal to try and keep up with if you're a defensive player, especially not having played in almost a month. Uh, Just a really, really tough spot here for the Purdue defense, in my opinion. And then we've seen Purdue where they're kind of vulnerable is – Against the big play. Right. So in the Big Ten, you have Ohio State very capable of the big play. And then you have these other teams that play a much slower, grinded out style of game, which, in my opinion, kind of inflates defensive metrics a little bit in this spot here. I think just like against Ohio State, they're going to struggle with the big play. So give me this bet first half time, full time, minus one ten.
1: There are so many different ways to bring the number to where you can play it, and that's a great educational spot right there. Tennessee first half, Tennessee in the second half. All right, let's get over to Tommy because, Tommy, there is a late game tonight, 10.30 p.m. Eastern time. Those are some of the greatest games to watch. But who are we rooting for?
2: Uh, Tonight, we are going to be taking Wisconsin minus six and a half against Arizona State in the Las Vegas Bowl. And if we go back to yesterday, the biggest reason we were on Maryland against Virginia Tech was because Virginia Tech had so many players missing, opting out, entering the draft, transferring, whatever reason you wanted to have. That was a shell of a Virginia Tech roster. Arizona State's in a similar position in that the Sun Devils are a team that are built on running the ball and playing good defense. In fact, they're a lot like Wisconsin that way. They have the same kind of physical approach. They play the complementary football. Problem for Arizona State is, for a team that runs the ball and wants to win on defense, it's probably not good that you're missing your two leading rushers, who have both opted out of the game, and three of your starting defenders, including your starting linebacker and two of your starting quarterbacks. (laughs) That is not a great position to be in. So I think that this is a Wisconsin team that started the year slow, but really kind of got things going towards the latter half of the season with Braylon Allen once he took over as the team's primary running back. I think Wisconsin's going to be able to move the ball pretty consistently on the ground. I'm not sure Arizona State's going to be able to do much of anything offensively because Wisconsin has an elite defense. And like I said, Arizona State's missing its top two running <laughs> backs. So I'm taking Wisconsin minus six and a half, but also like I did yesterday with Maryland. If you could find an alternate line that like interests you, I don't, you know, I'm not against that either.
1: Oh, uh, it could be a big time win by Wisconsin. Very bittersweet for me. Because Herm Edwards is one of my favorite people. I worked with him for years. Love him. Everybody loves him. And uh, But tonight, I think you're right, Tommy. It could be very, very difficult for Arizona State. All right. Let's now take a left turn to college basketball. Jay Smooth, you gave us great advice on how and when to bet. Now tell us who to bet on
3: my pleasure guys so all right let's talk about today i'm going to be looking at a couple favorites again i want to be a little hesitant these are lines that i'm really looking at i want to wait for roster confirmations because you can be missing key players at the last minute it's pretty crazy out here all right let's get started i'm going to go with oakland they're going to be playing against robert morris who is a paltry two and eight against the spread this is going to be a home game for them line has actually come down this opened at minus 15 but you can get it around minus 12 and a half i think that line movement's just wrong i've been happy to figure the market this year. If chasing steam was an easy way to win bets, we'd all be rich. But uh, yeah, Oakland minus 12 and a half is probably too low. My model is going to make this around 16 and a half. If everybody plays, there's like this huge disclaimer today. It's crazy, but it's going to be all week. But all right, UAB minus 11 and a half looks like another strong pick at home. They're going to be going up against UTEP, who has been decent, but not great against the spread. This should be an interesting one as well. My model makes this about three points of edge. And then lastly, another favorite, South Dakota State minus two and a half right now. You can get it. You can actually find this four and a half at FanDuel two and a half at DraftKings just illustrating the craziness in some of these lines right now probably want to hesitate on that one as the books figure out where they're going to sit but yeah I make that one around minus seven if everybody from South Dakota State plays is going to be an in-state battle against North Dakota State should be a great game but I think South Dakota State has the better team and should be able to get that one done.
1: And we tell you all the time at home, if you're not a Sportsline member, what are you doing? And I could not be more serious about that than today because Sportsline updates constantly, updates numbers, updates players, updates uh, different picks from cappers. And as Jay Smooth said, he's not going to put it up there until it's an official pick. Become a Sportsline member today or gift it to somebody for the holidays. All right. We've come to the last spot of the show. And I feel like every pick is a green check mark today, especially for the Maestro. What do you got, sir?
4: All right. Well, if I told you a team has beaten the Jets twice, the Giants, the Panthers, the Texans, Ian Book, and the Saints, That's the Miami Dolphins winning streak with a very good performance (laughs) against the Baltimore Ravens on Thursday night thrown in. So as much as I love the Dolphins, their defense is playing so well. I'm going to back the Titans at home. They're getting guys back. Taylor Luan was activated. And I don't know if you saw the comments from Logan Ryan, who's not even on the Titans anymore, but blasting the Tennessee fan base. I mean, Mike and A.B. can talk about it. I think that was a pretty good that's been a pretty good home crowd all season. And I think it's going to be a very good home crowd this week, it's a huge game in the AFC playoff race. I'm going to lay the three and a half with the Titans. It's Ryan Tannehill's first game against the Dolphins, although he says there's nothing special about it. Uh, I think there is, and I just think the Dolphins' seven-game winning streak, as impressive as it's been, is a bit fraudulent. Ryan
1: Tannehill, 5-0, and 5-0 oh, oh against the spread, with the Titans on long rest. Something to think about. By the way, uh, Trent in the chat, I'm not sure if you're being... Uh, funny or not, but because I wish there was a like button in here. You can take the chat <laughs> down, hit the like button and put it right back. I'm, I'm assuming you're kidding, but for those people who don't know, take the chat down. The like button comes up. Hit it for us. It's very important to the show. And then you can put the chat right back up and continue on talking to everybody in the chat because it's a great community in there that Kelsey helps run. All right. We're up against it. Grab your paper. Grab your pencil. Here is the recap. A-B's on the ones and the twos. And it looks glorious. Maestro on the Titans minus three and a half. Then Jay Smooth, three games so far. But check your Sportsline account for updated picks. Oakland, UAB, South Dakota State. Then M-squared, a very unique bet. But you can make it in a lot of different books. Tennessee to lead at the end of the first half. And Tennessee to lead at the end of the game. Okay? Tommy. Is on Wisconsin late, 10.30 Eastern start, minus six and a half. Then one play from sports time. We're going to go Tennessee in the first half, minus the four. Then the AB3 today, it cashed yesterday. Let's make it two days in a row. We're going to go straight money line, plus 163. North Carolina, Tennessee, and Wisconsin. All right? Don't forget. Make a preview NFL in your feed. College football bowl preview in your feed. We grind seven days a week, 365 days a year. I cannot believe there were almost a 2022. We love it so much, and we it, love it because of all of you. Only one thing left to do, and you all know what that is. You've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these tickets straight to the pay window. For my entire crew, M Squared, Maestro, Tommy. Take the bass out of your voice for Nelly. Jay Smooth and also AB on the ones and the twos. And jeweler, get better. My man is under the weather big time, everybody. So send out your best wishes to the jeweler so he can get back with us very, very soon. All right. Tell all your friends the daily grind happens right here on The Early Edge. Good luck. Good luck.